100.7 FM WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight, exclusively by FNM Bank. 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. Right here in Hendersonville, FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlights, Tony Richards. Good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning brought to you by FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard and at myfmbank.com. And we are excited this morning to uh, have a, a fellow media superstar uh, in the studio with us, <laughs> Dave Gould. And, uh, you know, you've, you have all these different newspapers that you own, but what is the main name of your company again? Main Street Media of Tennessee. Okay. All right. And so, because I, I know some of that, because when I go to your community pages, sometimes it goes to that yeah. uh, that thing. But um, Dave, what, uh, why don't we just, you know, kind of kick around here a little bit and tell us where you're from and, and what made you decide to do this? Yeah. yeah. Well, crazy. Because <laughs> I ask myself that, that question every day. <laughs> well, yeah, probably a lot of the similar things. So I, uh, I worked for Gannett. Gannett owns Tennessean. Uh, mm-hmm. USA Today, largest newspaper company in the world, for 23 years. Uh, who, who owned uh, the Tennessean before Gannett? Do you remember? I mean, I, I want to say it was privately owned. So I when think, you went there, it was, it was Gannett. Probably then. purchased pretty quick oh, some yeah. of the bigger market papers. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was. It, it, yeah. yeah. And uh, so we moved all over the country. Our family did. Uh, we settled in Nashville in 2002, and uh, my job was to run their ad department. That's what I've been doing at different Markets oh, across the okay, country. Okay, so you for them. came through sales. Then. Came through sales. Yeah, not a journalist by trade. All advertising, all sales, and uh, did that for eleven years. Um, I'd say, as uh, uh, the last few years, it was becoming quite obvious uh, that the daily newspaper industry was in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but was I had, kind of seeing just a morning paper at that point. Yes. Was, was there another one in Nashville that, uh, when you uh, started? Not when I started. In 1999, the Nashville Banner closed, which okay. was the other newspaper. Right. Uh, uh, so we were there three years later. But, you know, kind of noted that, that the weekly newspapers, the smaller papers, were doing a little bit better. And so um, uh, ran across an opportunity to purchase uh, three newspapers, three weekly newspapers, uh, two in Sumner County. One in Hendersonville, one in Gallatin, and one in Wilson County. And what year was that? Uh, 2013. So that was right around when they were just starting to cluster these little markets together, right? Yeah, that's Uh, right. That wasn't really the thing for a long time. You had a little small-town paper. That was it. Yeah, yeah. And then then the the business model sort of changed, and and, uh, the scale works pretty well absolutely yeah. absolutely so so we started with those three in 2013 and then you know we've made several acquisitions we've done several startups and uh today we've got 12 papers in 10 counties uh in middle tennessee uh, so enough to be able to get to them absolutely yeah, that's, that's sort of i mean that sounds crazy but it does make sense that if you can't really you know get to them how can you really manage them well, you're right you know we've had lots of opportunities to buy other publications in different states and other areas and and uh, uh, that's hard to do if you know if you don't bring your local expertise and your local feel to them, then right. it, you really just become another large aggregator of of content. And that's yeah. I, I'm not sure that's really the good model is going to work. Well, you know, I think people can kind of see through the cut and paste stuff and that it's not real genuine. Um, but you know, that means there's staff, and you know, we can kind of you know we'll d- do a deeper dive into everything. But um, 
for now, why don't we, can you kind of go through your papers if you can sure. name all 12? Sure, <laughs> Just, absolutely. Absolutely. we got the Murfreesboro Post in Rutherford County. Great market. Yeah, right? it is. I it's mean, is that's a fast a good, growing. Yeah. Uh, we've owned the paper. And it's kind of isolated, which is nice. Yeah, it is. It's it's a separate community from Nashville, and they feel that way down in Murfreesboro, so they're very proud of the local community down there. So we think we bring a, a, a pretty good paper. The Wilson Post in Wilson County. Uh, it's been there since uh, the late 70s. It's a good mm-hmm. newspaper. Um, in Sumner County, we have three papers. It's the only county where we have more than one. We've got the right. Hendersonville Standard, mm-hmm. Gallatin News, and the Portland Sun. The Sun was a startup for us in 2014. I, I was going to say, they probably didn't have one before. That, no, correct? but there's another newspaper up there, but we just felt there was a need for some more good local news, and it was a nice fit for us in Sumner County. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a paper in Robertson County, the Robertson County Connection. That was a startup in 2013. It's doing really well um, covering that community. Uh, the Cheatham County Exchange, we bought that paper back in 2016. Uh, the Dixon Post was a startup in 2018 in Dixon County. And then last... That, that's o- sort of isolated as well, too. It's, it, not, it's not sort of just... I don't think people consider it a bedroom community in Nashville. No, it really isn't. And people there really like... You know, their local news is really important. I mean, you know, a lot of these communities, I mean, they feel they deserve and they do local news they you know they don't they don't yeah. want i mean nashville's maybe interesting news but they want to know about what's going on in their local community well i mean i think you know this is the the cool thing about media um you know it's it's just different i mean if you're a bank or a dentist office or whatever you you or an insurance agent you're not going to get thousands and thousands of likes or followers be, you know it makes sense um you know then you get into radio television newspaper but no one creates the kind of traffic that newspapers do. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you've got massive amounts of people looking at you online, which is nice to get the data, but the newspaper versus our kind of media has always been able to tell us who's reading or who it is. You know, radio can never do that. We sort of know, you know, we can give you estimates, but you guys know to the address, the name of the person, where they are. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a big deal, and that's why papers did so well for hundreds of couple hundred years yeah absolutely and 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 we know that today and and um you know the people still a lot of people in these communities still like to have their news once a week you know we hear from a lot of readers that there is so much online and there is so much news out there but to get a summary of it once a week of what happened what's coming up it's kind of nice and sometimes it's it's a little less stressful too right well you know, you're doing the sifting for them. Exactly. Um, and, you know, it's our job and your job to reflect, you know, to sort of mirror our community. They let you know pretty easily what they need and what they want. You know, you fumble around a little bit. But then, you know, as you start getting guidance and you build up your readership or subscriptions, and in our case, our listeners, you know, they, they kind of help you navigate. Absolutely. We get lots of feedback from readers, lots of different ways. And it, you know, whether it's phone calls, letters, emails, Facebook messages, Twitter, whatever it is. I don't even know how you keep up with all of it. I mean, that's a, (laughs) that's a whole nother animal, I'm sure. Um, But you were in sales. So, but you had a good sense of how everything sort of worked when you were at Gannett, I'm assuming you were pretty exposed to, you know, all the steps that it takes to get a paper public. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, you really learn the business side through and through. And I think that's important. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, of really good journalists out there and we have a lot of good ones working for us. And, uh, but I think you do have to have a business model to well, be able to sustain what you're doing. Otherwise you're not going to be in business. There is, therein lies sort of the key and you know, you wouldn't have 12 of them if you, if you hadn't figured out something. So I, I, I may have interrupted your 
train of thought with how many you had or what the papers were. So yeah. we were in Dixon. We were Dixon, and then um, last August we uh, 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 have three more papers as of last August. One is uh, in Clarksville, uh, so we're in Montgomery Another County. Great and that's market. a great market, big market, um, a lot going on up there. At the same time, um, I mean, do you find yourself as the only potential suitor for these things? I mean, you can probably. You know, hopefully get them at a really good price. Yeah. I mean, it's not like everybody, oh, I'm going to go buy a paper. Well, <laughs> not exactly, you know. There's not a lot of people buying newspapers right now. Now, that was a startup up in, in Clarksville. Oh, so we went up okay. there on our own. There was, a, But you had done a startup, so. Yeah, we, we, we have a pretty good idea how to do that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and then at about the same time, and just coincidentally more than anything, we got the government contract to publish a newspaper at Fort Campbell. So the army, you know, contracts out to publish a paper once a week, right. and um, but once you get that, you're kind of in. You well, have to really screw up to mess that one up. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've got a it's a it's a five year contract with the army, and um, that uh, that and had to be a nice one. It was. It was. It was exciting. You know, we we kind of felt like we went in as the underdog, yeah. um, and uh, you know, well, it's a small company. Were su- uh, suitors. I well. mean, yes, that's our understanding, and mm-hmm. um, so we felt really good about about that, and then. Uh, at about the same time, we started a newspaper in Donaldson, East, you know, the East East Nashville area, I guess, uh, Donaldson Hermitage, Old Hickory, and then so that's that's eleven, and then um, just this week uh, on Wednesday, we published the first issue of our newspaper in Fairview, Tennessee, which is our first paper in Williamson County. Wow! So that's that's the twelve right there. So. And is this all you? Do you have business partners? What? How, how so it? no, I, my wife and I own the company 100. percent So we don't okay. have any other partners. Of course, we have a lot of good employees who are working for right, us and getting right. all this stuff. How done. How many but, people do you have for your whole? So we've got about 45 employees in the company, and then we've got another 60 or 70 contractors, and that could be people who write, people who um, take pictures, people who deliver newspapers. Right. Well, I mean, there's all a lot of stringers. I mean, a lot I'm of assuming stringers. the world still has freelancers and stringers. And, Absolutely, but. You know, there's nothing uh, like having passionate sports guys because <laughs> they just feed you so much stuff. I don't know how you sift. Well, make- they do. We've got six full-time people on sports, and and uh, and they're covering the heck out of. Uh, and, and you know, it's so how it's many full-time total? A four, um, forty-five total people okay. in the company. Yeah, uh, and we've got, and that's everything from designers to e- editors, reporters, salespeople, all that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, sports sports is really big, and and we feel like we've really made a mark there. Um, a lot of other competitors of ours uh, in in the print world have kind of walked away from that, and so we've kind of stepped right in. Well, you know, it's funny because that is one of those areas where you can tell people when they're cutting and pasting stuff. You know, this is about. You know, little Susie who had a double on the softball team and things, and that it, the stuff that sounds really corny is the stuff that's always the good stuff. Absolutely. Um, you know, I always tell people when I would come into a market, I'd, I'd run a group of stations, and I said, you know, if I pull in and listen to you, and I have no idea what you're talking about, I know you're doing a great job because <laughs> that's really yeah. what matters. Is- and we tell our sports guys all the time, we don't want to see the same kids' pictures in the paper every yeah. week. You yeah. know, we know. <laughs> Some kids are great athletes, and they're going to sign to play college. Yeah, and we'll get them not, in there. Let's but not fall in love with them. You know? No, let's yeah. let's let, let's get everybody. Let's get you know. Let's get cheerleaders. Let's get the band. Let's get the dance team. Um, and exactly. let's make sure our basketball box scores include every kid who scored because it's just important to the parent and the grandparent of the kid who scored one point in the game as it is to the kid who scored t- probably more important to them than the kid who's, than the kids' oh, yeah, parents no, who scored no twenty points. Well, um, hey, we're uh, we're up against our our first break, and uh, this morning um, we are having a nice chat with Dave Gould. He is the president owner of Main Street Media, who has 12 papers um, in and around 
well, Sumner and counties all over the place. And we're going to come back and talk with him just a little bit more right after these messages from F&M Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard and our other fine sponsors. We are back with Sumner County Spotlight this morning. We're talking with Dave Gould, the owner of Main Street Media and 12 area newspapers around here. And we've been talking about just which papers uh, you have, Dave. And why don't we talk about, um, you know, you came up through sales. Um, you sort of understood how a paper was put together. But um, in 2000, what was the first one? You 2013. That was a, a brave move. <laughs> and how many people thought you were crazy and well you <laughs> et know cetera, it's, et it's, it's funny um you know we we have eight kids and uh at the time of when i was looking at this uh and and my kids have been in catholic schools uh and but at the time we were looking at this my three oldest were in college the next two were in catholic high schools and the three youngest were in catholic elementary schools and i so, thought i was crazy you're you're <laughs> you're making me look like a, a wimp well well, my wife, you know, she did look at me at the time and say, now, you know, you're leaving this stable corporate type, you know, steady paycheck job where you're at getting, the, at, 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 with Gannett, where you're getting paid fairly well. And you really, you really you want to scratch that itch. You saw the future a little bit too. Did I, I did, it, it, but it was, it was a big risk, but you know, really felt that for the long term it was going to be a good move. So yeah, there were people who kind of thought we were crazy to do that, but, mm-hmm. um, but well, you know, that honestly, opportunity came along and it was a pretty good one. Yeah. You know, I'm assuming you had to kind of chunk it down and see where all the expense was and what they were doing right, what they were doing wrong. And was Absolutely. that pretty easy for you since you had? You know, it. Um, I mean, I'm, 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 numbers is something I'm okay with, uh, and I did go. Th- I poured through them again and again and again. Um, but I will tell you, and, and and having done all that and going through it the very first time, I learned a lot, and I learned a few yeah. expensive lessons oh, after yeah. I made the purchase. Subsequent purchases after that, trying I have a, to do the right thing, of course. Right, of course. <laughs> Subsequent purchase after that, um, I think I have got a much better feel, and so I, I feel pretty confident now. If we're if we're acquiring somebody or looking at an acquisition, and just with a lot of experience in the business and doing it, I can get a pretty good feel. Yeah, of I, mean, I think we that, can make it work. Was that your plan to grow this? I mean, that's a lot of papers in six seven years yeah you know we we really or did some just kind of fall in your lap and and kind of a combination of but we really are bullish on middle tennessee we've always kind of viewed this 10 county region as is the greater nashville area we knew it was growing and so we thought yeah we thought where there was but you know potential here we wanted to really plant ourselves here and so when opportunities arose here we really wanted to take advantage of them so you know we we really did want to kind of grow out uh, uh, larger than where we started. Um, so, so did your wife? You said she was uh, an accounting type of person. Did she, does she still have that other job, or does she work solely with you guys? No, now, no. In fact, she was really home with kids all these all those years okay. when I was with okay. Gannett. And then, in fact, when I bought the company, I just said, "Don't worry, I'll take care of this, and you won't need to get that involved." <laughs> but, but you know, pretty soon, what you figure out is, and this it's is as a any family entre- business. It's a family business, and as any entrepreneur knows, it's your money. And it's so a lot different it, it is, and and so every dollar is something that you want to. So, um, and with her accounting background, um, so you know, she said, "Okay, I'm going to get involved now." And so, yeah, she and, has. and don't do this because you're being stupid, and and do this, <laughs> do more of this because it's, you know, that's got to really be. Sounds like you guys are a really good team. Well, we are, and she is. She is the. I mean, she's my closest confidant on any of these decisions. And you know, sometimes I want to do things that are maybe a little bit out there, and right. she'll pull me back in, and and uh, she always has great advice. 
Yeah, or they smack you around and say, will you just quit messing around with the old transmitter and just buy one, and then your problems will go away? I finally did, and I'm like, wow, that was the best thing I ever did. And your wife gave you that advice. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm not spending that money, you know. But, yeah, it's nice to have that. Oh, Because they're, you know, you just have a whole new appreciation for what a small business owner goes through. And I think people don't really get it because you can't get away from it. Your entire family is consumed by it, and it just is the way it is. Hundred percent agree. And 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 having those, you have a lot of lonely conversations in your own mind, which is why you need to have at least that other person who you can bounce things off of. So I'm not the only one that gets up at 4 a.m. freaking out every morning. <laughs> okay, well, that sounds think. just like us. Just yeah. like exactly, and, yeah. we, and it does. It does consume you, and and it's you know, and it's there's so many benefits to it. And we love it, and right, we love right. having our own the business. Flexibility but and, and absolutely, and, and you know what not to do now. Right. I mean, they, you know, that's probably half of it, don't you think? It's just like you said, I I screwed up enough to know don't ever do that again. And you feel, also feel like you know, in, in the world of media right now, and, and and you know, certainly radio, newspapers, TV, everybody's gone through this major consolidation where these yeah. large, large companies. And they're not making a lot of decisions that are necessarily in the best interest of a small community. Nor so are know, they making money, so don't be fooled. <laughs> well, and knowing you can you can maybe do things in the best interest of what's going to happen in the area, that, that's also a very gratifying feeling as well. So mm-hmm. I think that all, that all that plays into the fact, but yes, every night you're waking up thinking about things. So was this sort of your plan is to, to grow a, 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 a pretty large uh, footprint in Middle Tennessee of, of newspapers? Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's, and, and honestly, we're not, we're, you know, we're still just barely in either Davidson or Williamson County. There might be additional potential for us there. You know, we're going to look at that. And, and cause well, we there's would, all the bedroom communities in, in Davidson that you could still absolutely. certainly look at. But again, absolutely. you know, like you said, if, if everything's centralized, you know, everybody's going to get their story or whatever their headline and that's about it well wait a minute you're just paying lip service to them if you've got someone there on the ground they really know what's going on in bellevue or donaldson or wherever they do and they'll know if you're authentic and credible yeah so right, our, yeah, exactly. our, our whole our whole philosophy is you know we anything we can do kind of on the back end where we can consolidate so our printing we print in one place up in kentucky human resources marketing classifieds those sorts of things we do we do those design we do those in one place. Well, classifieds but. really really took a hit and hit a lot of papers hard. I, the company I was at we we had owned a paper as well and and then but that that kind of uh, I wouldn't want to say plateaued on the low end but it, it did and now has it sort of figured out what it is now? I yeah, mean, have it, you got that. It has you know and certainly there's a digital component to all that as right. well. But I mean isn't isn't it all. Um, Self, uh, I forget the word. User, user uh, content, yeah. user generated. Yeah. So they now you've just got forms they can go in. Look, if you've got some stuff in your garage and you're gonna want to get rid of it, you can just go to one of Dave's papers. You can do everything yourself. I'm assuming. We can right? self service. We do have that, and we do get a lot of people who do that. And so, yeah. um, so, uh, so anyway, so and, and and with all of that kind of being consolidated. What that allows us to do is where we get really local is we have local reporters mm-hmm. and local salespeople. And because we've, you know, we want to be in each of these communities with local people, and that's the key. How, how big of an area can one person kind of handle? Do you have, is it one per county, a couple per county? How do you do we, that? Yeah, we, we will typically have one or two full-time reporters in each county, and then we'll supplement that with freelance. And then we'll always have a sports reporter or sports editor in each county as well. And, and we have a very big sports network of freelancers. So, right, yeah. you know, in Sumner County, for example, we've got a full-time reporter who really handles Hendersonville, one in Gallatin. We've got a, I would say, heavy freelancer who does a lot of freelance up in Portland for us. 
And then yeah, we because have a, you don't, you know, when people read the paper, they don't want to see the, you know, the same person's name on every single story. It's like, oh, you know, are you really covering? You know, they want to know that you are. And if you've got that sort of floater or whoever or those freelancers helping out. Exactly. And there and there's a lot of really good ones. And and we use a lot of freelance photography. That's real important to us. You God, know? that has gotten so much better, isn't it? Oh, isn't gosh. that great? It is. I'm cruising up uh, Vietnam Vets the other day, and I see this huge black plume of smoke that I just took a picture of. I'm like, God, is this a plane crash? What yeah. is this? Yeah. You know, I, when I got up there, they were cutting that new road in off of, uh, I don't know if it was on the other side of Greenlee or something, and they were just burning this huge pile of old <laughs> trees or whatever. Like, really? I was thinking, you know, wow, this is cool. You know, we should, you know, put it on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. You know, we're not, you know, probably as, as uh, you know, embedded in the news part as you are. Yeah. But we try to give everybody a thumbnail of what's going on. Absolutely. You know? So. Yeah. yeah. It's just, but, but man, everybody's got a camera. Everybody's got a video camera. They do. They do. And we get a lot of submitted stuff from people, too, you know, photo-wise. And, who, and, and, go, who goes through all of that? I mean, do you have editors, uh, sort of regional editors? Or yeah, how to- exactly. Yeah, we have regional editors. You know, we have four different ed- – I, I guess five different editors. In, I bet in you got some great people, though, because we do. there's so many displaced – really good newspaper well people. many of them used to work for the company that i came from sure. in gannett and yeah. um um and so and i can tell you gannett trains people really well they 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 Did provide they really? great training and so i've got yeah, journalists I mean, that and, is isn't that really really nice it is a good spot because you know if you can give them enough uh papers to keep an eye on then boy what a great job for them absolutely so they the, can so, sit there at home and do it yeah yeah they they well they can in fact you know i we don't insist. We have offices all over Middle Tennessee. We don't insist people come to the office. Some of them like to do it, and some of them might come in one day a week right. for a meeting. But, but otherwise, I mean, you can tell who's doing the work. I mean, oh, of course, it's not yeah. We, we science, still want their stories each week, or sure. they, you know, meeting their sales quotas or whatever that would be. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, do you handle most of the sales for the company, or, or the operations, or is it kind of everything? How do you? So, I mean, I've got eleven a sales staff of eleven people throughout Middle Tennessee. So they're out selling ads to. You know, local businesses and everything. Um, I was, I certainly go out on sales calls and and, and meet with for more of the regional type things that are in your multiple markets. Because let's say it's banks, you know, they're not in all of your markets, but they right. might be in four or five of them. Right. You know, it just you know, if a salesperson says, "Hey, would you come with me on this call?" Because I really think it would help if you would come out and explain to this person kind of what the company's vision is and what we're doing. I'll absolutely go do that. So mm-hmm. I just you know I stay involved in everything. I do a little bit of editing here and there. I do a little bit of selling. Certainly, you know, kind of just the day to day operations you know and I'll, I'll meet with this you know each each team i'll typically meet with once a week well we'll kind of talk about the upcoming news stories and what's going on in sports and then the salespeople what they're working on as well so well when you when you put these things well you know what i guess we're up against our, our next break here uh we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more with dave gould the owner of main street media with 12 newspapers in and around sumner county and uh, all the way down to williamson and over to dixon so we're going to come back and talk a little bit more with dave in just a little bit here on sumner county spotlight we'll be back right after these messages Welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning with our guest, Dave Gould, the president and owner of Main Street Media, uh, which uh, started in 2013 and, and right. uh, owns a bunch of newspapers uh, around the area, um, mostly small local papers, which is um, you know where I think the important folks are. Um, let me ask you this. So... Was it your your plan to grow and get as many of these papers or create this footprint, number one, 
And number two, are you sort of limited to newspapers or are you thinking bigger and different? Yeah, so I would say on number two, um, we're not limited. Uh, certainly digital is still an important part of what we do. You know, we're generating about a million page views a month. Uh, we've got 150,000 followers on Facebook or likes on Facebook uh, com- combined, all of right, them combined. Right. Twitter is... But that's a story to tell. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so that's so what dig- the advertisers are interested in, how many eyeballs you have. A lot of them are very interested in digital. And so, so we do that as well. But, you know... Uh, beyond that, I don't know a lot about other media. And I, what I mean is, I mean, I, I understand how radio works, but I don't understand the business side of it at all. Mm-hmm. But, um, or TV or that anything else. That makes two but... of us. So we... <laughs> <laughs> We're still figuring it out. Who knows? But, I, you know, we would love, you know, we have all this content. And if there's other ways we can disseminate our content to... Well, but you have something other than just content. Because you've got the this, you know, people might call it archaic delivery system. But they can say that all they want. But doesn't that open up other opportunities for you as a delivery system for messages or other people's content, Um, not only hand-to-hand in somebody's driveway or mailbox, but online or like in shoppers or all of those kinds of things? I mean, I suppose you got to be careful on what you're focused on, but... There's a heck of a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah, and and we would love to diversify even more. I mean, our business has grown every every year we've been in business, which is great. But if there's other ways we can diversify to be and and be smart about it and understand it and mm-hmm. help it help us to help us to have other sources of revenue, we'll do that. Absolutely, yeah. would love to do that. Yeah. Um, so that and that's sort of part of that entrepreneurial thing that you have and you want to learn and and all of those things. I'm assuming. Absolutely. Yeah. We, and there are you know we don't we don't want to go so far afield that we don't. We're in a business that we don't. Well, you know, like you said, your core business. At. I mean, you get the same thing we get. Um, we talked a little bit about the soft air, but you know, we're a traditional media. Oh my God! Well, you must be dying, and mm-hmm. nobody listens to the radio anymore. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Number one, we don't send you a bill every month to listen. <laughs> you know, 93 percent of the people in the country listen to the radio every week. So, is it a Wall Street growth model? No. Is newspaper a Wall Street growth model? No. But we. I, this is what I tell people. The new uh, latest uh, R- RX app that Martin Sheen's on television talking about, all oh, these drug prices are too high, and, and the new Candy Crush Saga, and the new UntuckIt.com, which is strictly an online company, they all use traditional media to get the word out. Now, why would they do that, right, if we didn't have the bodies? It works. Exactly. <laughs> it works. So why they may say, well, papers are dying. Well, wait a minute. I think – I don't know that <laughs> – you know, the post office never died. There's lots of things that have been around a while, but everybody settles into a new area, don't you think? Absolutely. And, and you know, and, and we're a niche. I mean, yeah. 30 years ago, newspapers were a mass medium. Um, I don't know if there's any mass medium today. Um, and so it's just reinventing a newspaper from a mass medium to a niche medium. And, and we understand that. I and mean, we're not going to reach everybody in Middle Tennessee right. through our newspaper. But if you kind of go in with eyes wide open and you can create that business model that keeps you in business, absolutely, um, that's kind of it and i think you're you know i know there are other uh regional paper owners um is there an association of you guys is there uh, do you guys kind of talk and work out those bugs because you know in a weird way you're still sort of pioneering this it's not just yeah you're you're doing a business that's been around for a couple hundred years but you're doing it completely different than it's ever been done so how do you know you know where to settle yeah it's it's a great question a lot of it's been trial and error because there's yeah. not a lot of people kind of doing it the way we do it there is an association of newspapers across the state there's 130 newspapers that are members um 
So I have a chance, and, and the vast majority are, are owned by individuals like me, and so I have a chance to network with a lot of people too. And, um, you know, they're, we're all doing things a little differently, and but it gives us, there are some things we're doing the same, so we can, you know, network and share problems and that sort of thing. So that, that, that works out really well. Well, tell me about the most expensive part, which for most papers and in, in the paper that, that was in the company I used to work for, um, one of the reasons they sold, as w- are many, they were a part of a co-op just to get their stuff printed because paper was, you know, outrageous. And, you know, ink for being made out of soybean oil, uh, you'd think would be a lot cheaper. But these things are outrageously expensive, especially keeping the presses going. Absolutely. You know, print is expensive. You know, our largest expense by far, though, is people, is our payroll. Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. it is because uh, we do. We, you know, we try to make sure we've got plenty of people covering news and provide. Because if we don't, if our product stinks... People exactly. are not going to read it and we're out of business. So we've got to have a good product. So we really, that that is, gosh, over 60% of the money we spend is on people. Um, how, how um, and, and that makes a lot of sense because, you you know, it's not something you can automate. You can right. have some user-generated content, but somebody's still got to edit it. they still got to look through it make sure it's, you know, accurate. And we can get into that whole thing because that's another you know, big um, liability or potential problem if it's not you know, that's why you said you're probably really lucky to have those great editors. Yeah, I mean, yeah, clearly, clearly, our credibility is our greatest asset as a news organization. And you know, and and one of the things, because we've talked a lot about business model and, and and making money and all that, and that's obviously critically important if you want to stay in business. But you know, I, I do think in the world of media, local media, the th- sorts of things that we do, you know, there is a greater good here too, and mm-hmm. that is we got you know we're written into the First Amendment of the. Constitution, we're one of the five freedoms, the freedom of the press. We have a responsibility to keep an eye on elected officials and the powerful and keep them honest, make sure that they are spending, you know, taxpayer dollars and appropriately. And there's always content there. <laughs> well, there is. And, but if we, you know, if we can't, if we can't make it a business and we can't do that, and that has mm-hmm. to, in a democracy, you've got to have that. And so, so with a- all the, with all the division and everything going on, this is, I think, the cool part. I'm not sure anyone at any of your markets could say which way you lean and isn't that a good thing well that is a great thing yeah you know what i mean though i mean because usually oh my god well they're the liberal paper oh my god they're the conservative paper well wait a minute what happened to just telling the news let you you figure it out well that's i'm glad to hear that you know we make a that's my observation just and of course i mostly look at hendersonville standard and and the gallatin news but I don't. I I couldn't tell you right from left. I really have no <laughs> well, idea. Well, we, we make a conscious effort. I mean, we stay away from that type of coverage. You know what's happening in the national political scene. You know, we wouldn't a be good at covering it, and b we don't care that much. Mm-hmm. And it's certainly our readers are not going to turn to us to read about. There's What's enough going local on? scandals. You know? <laughs> Some the, of the good stuff, you know. Who there's knows? a lot of lo- a lot of local stuff going on. But, but you have um, to kind of navigate through that a little bit because you don't want to burn bridges but you also you know you got to be you got to be upfront and honest well know? we do and that's you know we we go to meetings we go to council meetings and all of the places we are we go to school board meetings and county commission meetings planning meetings i, I was going to ask you about that i hate to keep dovetailing all but you keep leading me into these all all these directions so you have a person in gallatin person in hendersonville et cetera, et cetera. I mean, a lot of their time's got to be chewed up. Do they literally have to sit in those things, or can they get some summaries and some things, or how, how does that work? You know, most of the time they go and sit through them because, you know, you it's not just what happens in the meeting. It's after the meeting. You start asking individual questions, and then someone will come up to a reporter and say, hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? They get good tips True. that way, too. Yeah. So the relationship building is important. But but most most of them, though, have made have made the meetings available 
through uh, you know video or something right, like right. that. So sometimes if they can't make it, if there's a conflict, but you still got to go through it. They have to go through it and they have to watch it, and it's important. And you know, some of that stuff gets very little feedback from readers, but we still feel like we need to be there. We need to share, be sharing with people what's going on. Well, I think that's the one, the interesting thing about newspapers that people have to discern with with media. You can get your tweets, and I I think Twitter has ruined more careers than anything ever invented. <laughs> because people can't keep their mouth shut. But but newspapers, magazines in the day, were, are for deeper dives. So you're right. It may not be the sexiest story on the planet, but if somebody's looking for something that they need to refer to, it happened to a, at a city council meeting last night, they're going to be able to find it in one of your papers. Yeah. And, and you know, the other thing is, is as we have, have grown and maybe – Others, you know, who do what we do, um, have have stepped back a little bit. It's a lot of responsibility, and it didn't start that way. We're the we were the underdog everywhere when we started, mm-hmm. and we've really kind of grown into many of these different. Pl- I mean, there's not another newspaper in Hendersonville. It's any better longer. if you don't think about that, or you'll never sleep. <laughs> well, you it, don't. It is a big responsibility. Well, if we're not there, then let alone getting it right. That, yeah, you got to make sure to get it right, and we're very. You know, we really rely on, and, and we angst over things a lot, and we and we tend to be very. A conservative in our approach to what we're going to publish because you know we want to be fair and it obviously could have, have long-lasting effects if you do it wrong you can and, and you know and i'm sure you've screwed up plenty of times we have to we, you know. we've made we've made mistakes and, and but you know you got to own your mistake we're going to make and yeah. we're human beings right yeah. we're going to make them um we got to own up to it and does that change a little bit how you might might focus on something in the future how often does your phone ring with people that are unhappy about i mean you're going to have people unhappy every day about a story that whatever you know, I always think back to that movie, Liar, Liar. Oh, you know, quit breaking the law. You know, it's like you don't want your name in the paper. Quit doing stupid stuff. But, yeah. um, you know, I don't read a ton of that. I see a lot of stuff yeah. that you do. And a lot of it's good. Yeah. Well, thank um, you. And a lot of it's, you know, somebody just did something nice for the community or a business that donated some money or a fundraiser. About. So there's a lot of that. But that's what small market's all about, I think. It's Absolutely. not just... So and so got shot. So and so car got broke, bro- bro- uh, broken into, and all the police blotter kind of things. Yeah, and you know, it, and, and it, that's easy stuff to do. The, the you police blotter fill stuff, up but paper we could, it. but that doesn't necessarily reflect the community. Now, you know, if there's crime going on, if it's certainly if there's a murderer, if there's a yeah. serious crime, we're going to report it. And there's if been there's some a, really horrific things the last there, year or two between the officer and then the thing up in. Um, uh, Westmoreland that happened. absolutely a, Sumner County's had its share I don't even of really know bad how stuff. You even begin to cover something like that. Yeah, that's that's tough stuff. But um, but you know, or if there's trends going on, so all of a sudden, you know, people's cars are getting broken into in a certain area of town. It's important that we're reporting that. But you know, we don't want to fill the paper with crime because that doesn't necessarily reflect all the things that are going on yeah. in the community. And it doesn't mean that we're trying to be happy, a happy paper necessarily, but we're trying to make sure the paper reflects accurately what's happening in a community do your editors get uh, on the phone every week or two to just kind of or, or do they wa- look at each other's and go you know hey dude all i'm seeing are people holding up numbers in the jail you know a, a picture of them mugshots. Yeah. what do you what are we doing you know I, I i meet with each of the editors each week and we'll go through the papers and we'll have those conversations okay. about why did we pick this or what but you know for the most part i think we're all on the same page and so that's that's you nice. know they're you making the right good, team like you yeah. said you know it's all about the people it, it, absolutely and they and they make generally i think they make good decisions we, we work hard on our front pages because that's our face to the community and so uh, they do a good job with that well and you know the longer somebody's with you like josh or whatever that the, they 
build their own credibility. They they start okay, this is you know this is a good honest guy. They or or a good honest uh, woman that that writes well and they've been here around, so I can kind of trust them. And you can too because then you don't have to hold their hand all the time. Absolutely. In so. Sumner County, you know we've got you know Josh Josh Cross and Galton is, is is all of that. Tina Lee in Hendersonville has been mm-hmm. covering. The community for over 20 years and she's really rock solid as a reporter uh, bonnie fusel's up in portland and she's been up there for a long time and she's done does a great job for us too so we're very yeah it's just they're very credible people they're very fact-based i mean they really you know they really work hard to make sure they report the facts they report what's said in a police report or what a what a public record said as opposed to trying to put their own spin on it and that's important yeah. Um, what about uh, we got a couple of minutes before this segment's over? But what about um, editorials and things like that? How yeah. does that? So we only write locally editor- local editorials. So we don't we we're not gonna we don't endorse candidates. We're not gonna write you don't about do a national. ton of them. Too, no, we do don't. You? We don't, and we need to do more. And but you know, our probably we, we would do more. But our biggest area of focus with our editorials has to do with uh, a transparency of public officials. And if they're not being transparent. If they're not being open, if they're making it hard to obtain public records, then we feel the need to go on our editorial page and make a big stink about it. I got you. And I so you. that's really our driving issue is making sure that they are accountable to the voters who elect them and the citizens in the community. How much digging and things like that can you actually do when they're so busy and they're so covering so many other things? Are there... Are there times that they can, yeah, I really want, maybe it takes them a month or so to work on a story, a couple months. I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, and the re- yeah, that's a very good question. And we had this discussion this morning in a meeting, in fact, with some of the, re- with the reporters in Sumner easy. County. It's not easy. And, and so, you know, if we want people to really be able to dig more, which we do, because we need to do more of that, I've got to be able to, to, to find more resource to, so they can say. I always think of guys like, uh, in the movie Continental Divide, have you ever seen that yeah. movie with Jim Bel- or John Belushi? Yeah, and he was yeah. a you know that guy that that got to the, the you know it would be great to have somebody like that uh, you know but those those happen over time and the right person and knows everybody to talk to but those those were great days I thought absolutely and you know and, and and I think we have a lot of reporters who can and want to do that it's a matter of can I can I free them up to do that because you know they're also covering the event over here and the feature over there yet. We really want to dig on some things, and so that's that. That's probably one of our greatest challenges: is how do we free up time for more of that kind of coverage? But you know, the train's moving. <laughs> I, I know it. So yeah. you know, there, there will be. That's the thing I wonder if people realize. You know, that that paper is getting published. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to look like. You're going to either have one blank half a page, or you better. You know, it's not like you can miss a deadline. That's right. So first and foremost, they've got to cover their regular beat, and that's that's what they do. All right. We're talking with Dave Gould, the owner of Main Street Media here with uh, 12 newspapers in and around the Nashville area. And we're going to come back and talk some more here on Sumner County Spotlight right after this. Back on Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning with our guest, Dave Gould, owner of Main Street Media. And um, Dave, can we talk a little bit about just the nuts and bolts? Because there's there's a lot of moving parts with the paper. Now there's the whole digital thing, which you know gets a lot of the focus. But you're still delivering papers. They still have to be hand-delivered. You know, uh, can you kind of walk us through that process and the printing and all the logistics that go on? Because, you know, like we said in the last segment, you know, there's a paper coming. <laughs> Absolutely. So we, we do all of the, all of the you know, ad sales, all of the news content, creation, editing, layout all the pages. We, uh, we upload them to our printer. Our printer prints them. And then we use the post That office. part's at least easier. Yeah, it, it, very easy. You know. Not having to deal with the press is very easy. And then... 
And then the printer delivers, delivers them to the post offices for us. So we actually, all of our subscribers receive their newspapers through the mail. We've got about 36,000 subscribers across Middle Tennessee. And um, we go to 26 different post offices uh, over the course of a week. And are, I mean, are the days of the week they're supposed to come a hard date or c- can it be, eh, you know? Well, they're a hard date. give we, you a little bit of flexibility just because of the delivery of the post? We really service. don't want that because we really treat it like, you know, it's the day of and, and people, we want to make sure they get their news about th- last week's high school football game before right. this week's game happens. So mm-hmm. uh, we want those papers to be out the day they publish. So four published Tuesday, four, uh, four Wednesday, and three Thursday, and then our Fort Campbell papers on Friday. So, um, so we use the post office, and they deliver them for us. And then we also have people who who put papers in racks. So we have newspaper racks all over Middle Tennessee. We've got drivers who do that. So that's really how it works. And I mean, we really um, we is felt- that is that something that you've tried different things, and that's you know profitable enough to keep doing and you've kind of worked those bugs out. yeah we've tried doing some of our own delivery before and that just it's very hard to manage and then you know we the post office is is is, is considered really you know the gold standard for delivery and so <laughs> we, we let them do it and and uh because of the fact our newspapers are are full periodicals we get some consideration on pricing right, so right. we make it work which is nice it's so you've very got a nice good relationship with them we do we 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 uh we spend a lot of time with our post office friends. right and then when you when you bring another one on board they oh we know that's dave yeah we can we know how to do dave, it yeah. we go through the process and we know how to do it we're doing that right now in a couple of places so yeah. it works how big out well. do you think you're gonna get dave i mean well i mean there's is there a too big Kind of a, you know, I, as long as it's in this ten county area of Middle Tennessee, I think we're I think we're okay. Um, the, it, it, so I think there's, we've just barely we're barely in Davidson and Williamson County. I think there's potential in both of those areas for more smaller newspapers in some of the smaller communities. You know, whether it's a Spring Hill or Bellevue or places like that. Um, at that point, if we do grow beyond where beyond that or grow to that point, at that point, I think we'll take a step back and say, do we really want to go beyond Middle Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Does it really make sense? If there's papers for sale in different parts of the state, would we look at them? I don't know. We, we'd, have, we'd probably have to change how we do things and our approach because we could not have that same local feel of, of local ownership, let's say, well, that we do here. Well, you can get too big, that's for sure. You can grow yourself out of business. I mean, growth is a... You know, we've been growing now for since we started, and there are good parts about it, and there's really bad parts about it. And I, I tell people all the time, I, I, I kind of compare it to my, you know, my, my youngest son is now 15, and, you know, the kind of young teenage boys, you know, they're, they're kind of at an awkward stage, and they're growing out of their clothes, and their voice is changing, and mm-hmm. their face is breaking. That's kind of what our company is. You know, we're at that awkward teenage stage where, you know, we want to be guided the right direction and be and sort successful. of figuring out who you're going to be yeah and where you will settle in and you know i you'll probably know it when you bump into it yeah don't you think yeah and, and how like, to yeah. and, and how to get there without getting in you know without without spending our way into problems right. so that's where well, you have to do it smartly you know when you do you know newspapers used to have all these assets well you probably like you said you've started some that didn't exist others you've purchased that were there but do you really need anything i mean yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you want the brand, I'm assuming. The brand, in fact, uh, you know, the biggest asset on our balance sheet is our goodwill, which is mm-hmm. which is really that, which is the brand, which is the name, which is the reputation, because uh, we really don't have a lot of hard assets necessarily, and that's. Yeah, radio is not dissimilar. We got a few things, you know, a tower and some land sometimes, but sometimes not. But it's that license, that frequency, that you know, that that airwaves that that really the government owns that we are 
allowed to use. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so you and you work hard to, to protect your reputation because that's really that's really what you got. And that's what we spend a lot of time doing. Right. Not only with readers, listeners, advertisers, you know, you've had have a certain amount of constituents and you've got to make sure that you deliver what you say you're going to deliver. You, you know, try to be a good steward like any small business. Because that's the, the, you know, I'm sure your advertising base is just like ours. They're small business owners like you and I. Absolutely. They have the Absolutely. same problems. Hey, I can't advertise with this month. My air conditioner died. I get it. <laughs> Trust me. You know, I no worries. We'll Absolutely. see you in a couple of months. <laughs> Absolutely. And we've got, you know, we've got thousands of local businesses across Middle Tennessee that we're fortunate enough to have, you know, advertising with us. And, um, and, and we do. I mean, we're we're just like them we're just a small business and we and we have some of the same problems they have and so i think you know we're very empathetic we don't have a big old group of collection people you know right. chasing them down if they're having a problem we're right. you know we try to work things out with people as best we can right right so um when you know you first got the the first three papers were you doing a lot of that sales because that was your background and, and i was i mean we had we had a couple sales people when we got started um um but you know i just kind of a lot of everything i mean i was you know, if a lot of things happen if we have an opening. So, in one of our early on, one of our papers our, lost our sports reporter. So I went and covered sports in one county for three months. Yeah. You know, that was a great experience for me. Uh, I, I fill in on editing if I have to. I fill in on the sales side where I have to. It, it a lot of it just depends on you know if we if we have a need somewhere I'll go and try to fill in and help out as much as I can. Yeah, and it's good that your folks know that you'll do that because you you got, you got to do a little everything. Yeah, you you do, and you know this too. When you own a business, you have to do. I mean, if it, if you don't do it, it doesn't get done, and that's not an option. It's got to get done. And that's where it's tough. The bigger you get, because you you know you know that needs attention, but you can't do it because you're needed over here for whatever reason. It, it is. It is. You, you're pulled in a lot of different directions. You got to prioritize. Sure. And, I mean, and, I wish and, these new studios were completely done, but they're not. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> and Warren, we've been here for six months. You know, Warren Buffett always says the most powerful word in the you know, for any business owner is to use the word, say the word no. And so, and you, sometimes you do too, as far as your time and everything else. I mean, you don't want to be rude or mean or anything, but there's, there's a lot of, a lot, you could spend your time getting, doing every, you know, fulfilling well, I mean, everyone I've else's priorities. for almost so. three years and I've, we've never had a chance to get together. It's the first time right. we've ever met. And it's <laughs> because we're doing the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. You're Where is he? Running. I don't know, but he's probably in a car somewhere. <laughs> right. Running around somewhere. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like putting fifty thousand miles on your car and never leaving the state. That's right. That's exact. <laughs> that's exactly right. Exactly. So, right. And it's tougher around here. I I don't know how you do it because it's it's a killer sometimes. Yeah, I mean you you certainly time it so that you're not you're not going with traffic. You're you're, you're going against traffic. I right. guess I should say but because sometimes you still got to throw your hands up. You do. Sometimes you still get stuck. That and inner loop is a train wreck. Yeah, it is just impossible. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, all right, Dave. Uh, what what's the future uh, hold for? Uh, for you know, history? I mean, um, we we have um, uh, you know, as I said, we we would not. Uh, we're very interested, I should say, in 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 more papers in Davidson and Williamson County, and so I want to see if we can do some things there. Uh, we want to be more aggressive on some of our reporting in some areas. Um, you know, are there other ways to distribute our content? You know. Through through you know partnerships with radio or mm -hmm. podcasts, is mm -hmm. there stuff we can do on the video side? Are there things we can do? Well, um, yeah, you know, and that's hard to do when you're you're so busy building out your company mm -hmm. that oh, wait a minute. If I step back, we can create some relationships to make your brand even bigger. Yeah. Same same with me. I right. think the same thing. But geez, you're so in it. 
you know, right. do you have time? Right. And and it's a matter of making those a priorities, you know, kind of working, working instead of in the business, on the business, as mm-hmm. a lot of people say, and you've got to work on the business and do sorts of things. So, yeah, we still think that there's that there's a chance to really grow. And, you know, we, we think we're having an impact in a lot of the communities we're in, but we think we can have a greater impact across all of Middle Tennessee. And that's really what we hope to be able to do. Um, what about marketing yourself and your papers? I mean, obviously, word of mouth, social media, and all of those things. But it, do do you have, like you said, you've kind of got this business model figured out? How do how do you have you figured yeah, that out? Yeah, I, I mean, I, there, there's no grand marketing scheme that we have uh, or marketing plan that we have. We do a lot of we do a lot online, a lot with social media. You know, we'll buy some Facebook. We'll mm-hmm. um, you know use social media a lot through posts and. You know, like you said, I mean, there's you know, we attract a lot of traffic just when we post stories, and so that gets a lot of awareness about what we're doing. And I think online really helps to uh, help brand our newspapers. Uh, but you don't have too. a subscription wall in front of like Gannett Wood or whoever. Yeah, I mean, no. it's like, well, wait a minute, uh, how much can you really generate by doing by saying no? I always say say to people, it's like. Why don't we just put a sign out in front of the restaurant saying, you're not allowed in if this. <laughs> and I'm always like, the door's open. Come on in. Yeah, you know, let's, yeah. let's get you familiar with this, and then hopefully you'll get some benefit out yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I don't see a subscription wall anytime in the foreseeable future. I, I, don't, I, I don't really get that. Yeah, I, I, you know, the whole business model of most of these large media corporations seems to be, I think they're floundering a that, little that bit trying to figure it out. That were trying to hang on. Yeah. And they, they're legacy media, so they, they can't get their costs to where they can... Well, know. a lot of it's changed. You know, in, in our business, a lot of it's turned to, to reader revenue. And so they're trying to get as much money from readers as they can. And, you know, it's worked for the New York Times. Kind of work for the Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, but that's about it. And I was the rest say is, there may be six papers in the country that can do that. Yeah, it's that's because they're so unique and I, in their content. Even that won't last forever. Yeah, no, and and because people it, will get that bill and go, "What am I doing?" Yeah, so it's it's um, I, I think it's going to be tough sledding. I think they're still trying to figure out what that big, what that big win is going to be. I think a lot of them are trying to become digital companies, and the problem with that is a lot of news organizations are not making money in digital. Well, I'm telling you, small is the new big. If they yeah, just figure right. it out, let's just keep that between you and me. We won't, we won't <laughs> let anyone else know that, right? That's right. Because it's so much better, and it's all about the relationships, as you Absolutely. know. I mean, Absolutely. We're, we're talking with Dave Gould, the owner of Main Street Media, and we're going to get ready to talk to him in our last segment with a few more questions right after these messages on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for joining us this morning. Welcome back to our last segment here on Sumner County Spotlight. This Sunday morning, we're talking with Dave Gould and having a good time. Dave's the owner of Main Street Media, owns tons of newspapers all around the area and the Nashville area in uh, smaller markets mostly. And uh, I'm sure you're glad you do. Absolutely. We, we love we love the markets we're in. They're, they're great places to do business and they're great communities and, and people love lo- knowing what's going on in the local communities there. So, Well, I thought I'd ask you this question. I was kind of like asking this. So you, you, you get some of these papers and you guys have been growing pretty quickly um, over the last few years. Any landmines you stepped into that were just not at all what you anticipated? Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, there have been a lot of things that, you know, early on uh, we... We invested a lot of money in trying to grow circulation in one of the markets where we, our approach was just the wrong approach. It's just a, sort of a futile effort. It was well, the, the way we did it was just not real smart, and um, so we, we 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 really dumped some money there that was that was a little bit frustrating. Um, you know, there was another paper I bought where um, uh, I had two salespeople, and after I bought the paper, uh, one of those salespeople said, "Well, I told the old owner that I 
was not going to stay, so I'm leaving in six weeks. And then the other— Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And the other one came in and said, you know, I really don't like sales. So I was I went from two salespeople to zero salespeople in six weeks and had to really kind of quickly get that thing. Yes, you were uh, you were the salesperson at that point. <laughs> I did I did do a bunch of selling those first couple months there. And so, you know, things like that, you know, uh, certainly when you start something on your own, you have a much better sense going into it of what it is. But um when you buy something, there's always gonna be little things are never quite as rosy as they right, might seem. Yeah, so yeah. and you learn that and, right. and, and you actually over time you start to kind of plan for that. You, you right, expect yeah. that's going to happen, but right. early on we had some tough, tough goes there. What about some of the pleasant surprises and blessings that you didn't expect? There, I'm sure you, there's some of those as well. Maybe paper performing better than you thought. Absolutely. Or? You know, I'll tell you when uh, uh, it's funny. Right about probably our sixth. I think Murfreesboro when we bought that paper was about our sixth paper that seemed to really raise our, which was a big. Big deal. Big deal. It was kind of a big, the biggest market you had had at the time. It is. It is. And it really, it, it seemed to raise our profile as a company. And and so now all of a sudden, we had regional advertisers that wanted to talk to us about buying across multiple counties. And I, I didn't and really expect new. that. Yeah. yeah, that was really exciting. And now we do, do a lot of regional them. sales manager then, or do you just kind of handle the regional? No, stuff, really. Or? You know, really, each rep will do it in their own area, and so they'll talk to a bank that might have banks in four counties, and so and they'll go got out that and, relationship. So it's exactly yeah. we do have. You know, we have actually been growing some of these national advertisers, national coupons, national retailers, because what's happened is a lot of them will run, you know, pre-printed inserts in the paper and daily newspapers are hemorrhaging circulation. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're coming to places like us and saying, look, we just lost because they've got budgets for that. They do. We've got to reach these other areas. Yeah. We just lost 15,000 circulation over here. Can you accommodate us? And we're, you know, glad to do it. So the, the whole regional buy thing was a little bit of a surprise to me on, on the positive side that I wasn't necessarily expecting. And so that's, that's, nice. that's gone real well. Um, so uh, you're still, you know, willing to, to, to continue to grow if the right opportunity comes along, I'm assuming. Absolutely. What about, you know, because some of these brands you're buying have been around a really, really, really long time. That can be a really, really good thing. It can be a really, really bad thing <laughs> if the brand isn't perceived very well. Yeah. How do you, how do you correct or fix a brand that's got, a lot of dings in it. Yeah, you know, it, it's just a matter of what, and, and there's one in particular that uh, we bought that that had kind of a, a rough. We we actually uh, changed the name to give it a more countywide focus, and it's just a matter of what you know, seeing is believing. And so, what is the content we're going to run in the newspaper? You but know, you got to prove that over time. That do. doesn't happen overnight. No, it does not. It takes time to do that, and and you've got to get out and you've got to you know tell people because you know some of them were a little bit skeptical, but we've gone out. You know, and I. I go out and speak to a lot of Rotary clubs and Kiwanis mm-hmm. and Lions clubs and that sort of thing about what we're doing, and it's it's good to get out, you know, chambers, and it's good to get out and have those kinds yeah. of conversations and let people yell at you if they need to. That's okay. <laughs> right. They do I mean, usually. Usually, yeah. they're fairly polite. Sometimes over the phone, they're not as polite. Sometimes <laughs> they can be or email. People yeah. get very oh, well, brave when the they don't have to look at you. <laughs> extremely, or or your Facebook messages. You know, they'll you know wonder why you did something and wh- why. But sometimes you're so you have to look in that. You know windshield instead of the rearview mirror you know that's not who we are anymore it's different owner different time they may have ticked off you know the whole community for all you know you know here you are walking in going what <laughs> absolutely yeah and and that's and that you know what and it's okay we we work our way through that because we and can you're never as worst. big and evil and bad as as people say you are right so <laughs> oh wow there's davies peace well, seems like a nice guy yeah when you can get in front of anybody i think any of us are like that if we can get in front of somebody we have a nice conversation so. yeah 
Cool. Well, we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning, Dave. It was great to get to know you. Yeah, it's and great to be here. Congratulations on your success, and uh, I think it's great. And uh, local, 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 that's what we're all about. And uh, I think you do a great job. you got great products, and uh, you know we'd love to be as good as you are at that. Wow, so. that's nice of you to say. I, you know, we, we, we have a lot of great people, um, and, and we're very, very fortunate. They do good work. So. Well, cool. We appreciate you spending the time and uh, continued success. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me All on. Right. All right. Thanks. Dave Gould, the owner of Main Street Media and 12 Area Papers, and more to come, I'm, I'm sure, uh, in the future. Thanks again for spending your hour with us this morning on Sumner County Spotlight, brought to you every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, by FM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard and myfmbank.com. We appreciate their sponsorship, and we will talk to you again next week. Sumner County Spotlight has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, or even home mortgages, FNM Bank can provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.